0: Before we get started with our new episode, we want to encourage you to go to our website and sign up for our newsletter. It's a great way to get a behind-the-scenes look at this episode's producers and to get a preview of our next show. Go to lifeofthelaw.org and subscribe. Mr.
1: Chief
0: Justice. Mr. Chief Justice, and
1: may it please the court. Our opinion next turns to the problem of what the judicial role should be. I accept the guilt, yeah, but not for a lifetime, not for the amount of drugs that you're trying to put on me. First of all, I wasn't the dealer. You want me to be responsible for knowing? I'm guilty.
0: This is Life of the Law. I'm Nancy Mullane. When we elect a president, we give them extraordinary power, including the power to grant clemency, to pardon or commute the sentence of someone convicted of a federal offense. A commutation means their sentence is reduced, and they are often set free. President Obama has commuted the federal sentences of 348 people, more than the past seven presidents combined. For 53-year-old Ramona Brandt, President Obama's grant of clemency last December meant she would not spend the rest of her life in prison. Brandt was a first-time offender convicted in 1995 on charges of conspiracy to possess and distribute cocaine. Reporter Shandu Khani Mulausi met Brandt on February 2nd as she was released from the Metropolitan Detention Center in Brooklyn.
1: My name is Pandora Brand. I am the sister of Ramona Brand. I am here this morning because me and my family are so happy that she is being released from prison. She has been in prison for, for 21 years. Um, She has been in there before my second oldest son, Anthony Priest, was born. I wish that my mother and my brother could be here because my mother has waited so long for this. But she passed away in 2006, and I just wish that my younger brother could be here. My brother has passed away. um, This January will be three years for him. So I'm just excited for all of this to be happening today. We're walking down 2nd Avenue in Brooklyn towards the gate. They just opened it up. There she is. (laughs) <laughs> oh my God! God bless you. I'm free. Yeah, I am. This feels weird. It feels weird after 21 years. It feels really weird to walk out of the gate without being shackled or handcuffed or escorted by two or three officers. And it's just, um, it's a great feeling. It's a great feeling. I thank everyone for their support, for <laughs> everything that's happened to help me get to this point in my life. It's an awesome moment for me. And um, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I don't know what to say, I'm just... God is great. Yes, he is. God is amazing. He's amazing um february 2nd 1995 i was sentenced to life in prison and i got up that morning and i said i'm not doing this time and a lot of people thought i was about to lose my mind i was like no i'm not going to lose my mind because i believe that God is going to bring me through so today february 2nd 2016 i believe god is saying i honored your your effort i honored your faith and so here i am 21 years later a free person now i need to get to North Carolina. Thank you so much for being here, and, um, we're going to do... it. It's been six weeks already, six weeks since I left MDC Brooklyn, and um, I'm at the McLeod Halfway Out Center in Charlotte, North Carolina. I still wake up here, and I look around, and I touch the bed and I touch the wall and I look out the window. That was like the best gift they could give me, having this bed at that window to look outside and really see freedom. And um, I'll pull up the blind and I'll just sit here and watch the traffic go by. We had a storm a couple of weeks ago and I turned off the light and I pulled the thing up and I just watched the rain. These are things that most people take for granted and um, I think I started crying. Like, thank you, God. You know, to be able to experience this again. I moved to Charlotte um, just to start life over, and, and um, I met um, Donald Barber. Um, he was exciting. He was um, new, different. I thought he was handsome, and I I told my family about him, and everybody just fell in love with him. They thought like he was the best. When I was pregnant with uh, with our first son, um, he hit me. I wasn't used to that. I was like, "Oh my God, what, what's going on?" So I called my mom and I was like, "Listen, he hit me. So I returned to New York. and uh, he came up there and he begged. he begged, he pleaded with me, he begged, he pleaded with my mom, he begged, he pleaded with my dad, and he promised that that was not gonna happen again. And you know, the month before I had my son, I returned to Charlotte. And, um, everything was fine and dandy until, again, when I was pregnant with my second child, um, he became abusive again. I found out that he was doing drugs and, um, dealing. And from the appearance, it was just like little quantities. It was, it wasn't nothing major. The abuse really got out of hand at one point, and I left. And when I left, um... This is when I kinda of found out what his position was in the drug world. He had his goons go in and beat up my brother in front of his wife and children. Um, they hurt him pretty bad, and the threat was if I didn't come back, the next thing they were gonna do was go after my mom, and so of course I came back. And that's when I was introduced fully to what he does, or what he did, his, his whole world. So when he got arrested, I was I thought I was free. I thought I was free. And I, I remember thanking God for releasing me from my prison that I had been in for so many years. Um They wanted to know who would take trips with him, and he told them I did. Did I? Yes, I did. Sometimes I didn't want to go. I would I would we would fight. Um we would battle back and forth. I accept the guilt. Yeah, but not for a lifetime, not for the amount of drugs that you're trying to put on me. First of all, I wasn't the dealer. You want me to be responsible for knowing? I'm guilty. I knew. I knew. I don't know how much was passed around in between. I I really don't know. I don't know. But I was held accountable for all of that. At first I came out and I I was really rushing myself. I need a job, I need a job. And then I realized that I needed more than a job right now. I needed to learn um, just how to exist in the free world after 21 years. And it was a little overwhelming at first, and I slowed my pace. Now I'm trying to learn modern technology Uh, I took a test for the internet and I failed it miserably and I came back and I started playing on the computer so I went back to take another test I, I, I received a 71 and after the class 100. So I was very proud of myself that I was able to accomplish that goal in such a short amount of time. We're on our way to see my case manager, her name is Megan. Hello, hi Megan. This is our weekly meeting yes. that we're having.
0: And now, we've, you've been here for six weeks, so now we'll start doing case notes every other week. Since, really? Yeah, you can still see me uh-huh. every week. Okay. You just don't have to do paperwork every week. <laughs> okay. All right,
1: okay. so you were able to get your ID. I was able it's, to get my ID, finally. Is it in the mail? Um, I have a soft copy. The hard copy is in the mail, yes. Okay. All
0: righty. Um, so when's your next meeting with Goodwill?
1: Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow I'll be doing um, career development.
0: Career development? Is and it a then, class? Yes. Okay.
1: And I should have been taking the micro word one tomorrow also, but I'll do the career development and hopefully they'll let me do micro two um, on Thursday and then Friday I have resume writing. Oh, wow. So you got a lot going on this yeah. week. Yeah. Good. Busy. Busy. I have a question. Sure. Do I leave on the 15th of April or the 16th of April? I
0: believe the 15th. The 16th is a Saturday, so you'll be out on the 15th. Yay! We're down to a month now. We're 30 days.
1: Wow. I'm going to have another granddaughter. My son just texted me his girlfriend is pregnant, and they're going to have another girl. So I had two boys and no girls, and now I'm getting all my granddaughters. I'm excited. And I'm gonna be home when she's born this time. I won't be incarcerated, so this is great. you told me why you're crying? Because <laughs> I'm excited, I'm excited. I This time last year I was in prison, and I was so hurtful, because I wasn't here with my children, I wasn't here when they were having their children, and I didn't know. <laughs> didn't know when I was gonna have the opportunity to be out there. I missed their whole lives, and I didn't want that from my grandchildren at all. And now I'm here, and I'm able to be a part of their life. And it's, um, it's a wonderful moment. I was invited to the White House. There's a summit for clemency recipients, and I will be, one of the speakers on the panel, and I will be discussing reentry, um, the do's and don'ts, the ups and downs. It is such an honor to be recognized and invited. When they told me that I was granted permission to go to the White House, I went to the bathroom and I broke down and I cried and I wish my mom was here, even more now. Not just um, the fact of giving, getting the clemency, but of knowing that I was going to the White House. She was like, oh, mom, can you believe this? From the prison to the palace, can you believe this? You know, and it was like, what better way to honor her? Before she died, she told me she was proud of me. And I couldn't understand that, being incarcerated, how she could be proud of me. So. She heard something. She saw something. She felt something and knew something that um, I guess that I would make it. I was going to get out of there one day. And um, I just wish she was here for this. Thank you, Lord. I just want to thank you, Lord.
0: Clemency was reported by Shandu Kani Malouzi and edited by Ann Cooper. Special thanks to Carrie Donahue, coordinator of the audio program at Columbia University Graduate School of Journalism, Amy Povah of Can Do Clemency for her support, and Ramona Brandt for sharing her story. If you like stories about the law but have gotten tripped up by the legal system, tune in to Life of the Law on iTunes. We tell stories about the law like it is. Take a few minutes to post your review of Life of the Law on iTunes, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. We're a nonprofit project of the Tide Center, and we're part of the Panoply Network of Podcasts from Slate. You can also find Life of the Law on PRX, Public Radio Exchange. We're funded by the Open Society Foundations, the Law and Society Association, the National Science Foundation, the Ford Foundation, the Proteus Fund, and by you. Visit our website, lifeofthelaw.org, and make a very much appreciated donation to help pay for the direct cost of producing our episodes. And we'll send you a pretty cool gift to thank you for your support. It truly only takes a minute. Next on Life
1: of the Law. What did I just do here? I left my job. I told my family I'm coming here. I can't leave now, so I better stay. So I went into the lab. I was really I was scheduled to work in the lab. And I have to say, from that day on, you know, I, I went into the lab, I started working, and 27 years later, here I am still doing correctional um, nursing care.
0: That's next on Life of the Law. I'm Nancy Mullane. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by The Great Courses Plus, a new video learning service with more than 5,000 lectures on subjects ranging from science to cooking to history and more. Try it for free by visiting thegreatcoursesplus.com slash law. This episode is brought to you by The Great Courses Plus, a new video learning service with more than 5,000 lectures on subjects ranging from science to cooking to history and more. Try it for free by visiting thegreatcoursesplus.com slash law. Okay, we got that. Before we get started with our new episode, we want to encourage Before we get started with our new episode, we want to encourage you to go to our website and sign up for our newsletter. It's a great way to get a behind-the-scenes look at this episode's producers and to get a preview of our next show. Go to lifeofthelaw.org and subscribe. Before we get started with our new episode, we want to encourage you to go to our website and sign up for our newsletter. It's a great way to get a behind-the-scenes look at this episode's producers and to get a preview of our next show. Go to lifeofthelaw.org and subscribe. This is life. Uh, subscribe. This is Life of the Law. I'm Nancy Mullane. When we elect a president, we give them extraordinary power, including the power to grant clemency, to pardon or commute the sentence of someone convicted of a federal offense. A commutation means their sentence is reduced, and they are often set free. President Obama has commuted the federal sentences of 348 people so far, more than...
1: Hmm...
0: So far, President Obama has commuted the federal sentences of 348 people, more than the past seven presidents combined. For, for 53year- old Ramona Brant, for 53-year- old Ramona Brant, President Obama's grant of clemency last December meant she would not spend the rest of her life in prison. Brandt was a first-time offender, convicted in 1995, on charges of conspiracy to possess and distribute cocaine. Reporter Shandukani Malausi met Brandt in F- Reporter Shandukani Malauzzi met Brandt on February second as she was released from the Metropolitan Detention Center in Brooklyn. And here's the mid-roll. This is life of the law, and our team of producers, editors, scholars, and interns are devoted to learning about the law and the world around us. And this month, we're thrilled to present our story about Ramona Brandt as part of our New Voices series, sponsored by The Great Courses Plus. The Great Mm. And this is Life of the Law. Our team of producers and editors... This is Life of the Law. Our team of... In just a minute, we'll get back to our story about Ramona Brandt. First, mm. this is Life of the Law, and our team of producers, editors, scholars, and interns are devoted to learning about the law and the world around us. And this month, we're thrilled to present our story about Ramona Brandt as part of our New Voices series, sponsored by The Great Courses Plus. The Great Courses Plus has made a special effort to support and recognize the work being produced by some of the best and brightest young investigative journalists at universities and colleges, and they want to make it possible for our listeners to have unlimited access to the more than 7,000 video lectures available at the Great Courses Plus video learning service for free when you go to thegreatcoursesplus.com slash law. This is Life of the Law and our team of producers, editors, scholars, and interns are devoted to learning about the law and the world around us. And this month, we're we're thrilled to present our story about Ramona Brandt as part of our New Voices series, sponsored by The Great Courses Plus. The Great Courses Plus has made a special effort to support and recognize the work being produced by some of the best and brightest young investigative journalists at universities and colleges. Journalists, universities and colleges journalists like Shandukani Mulauzi mm. mm Jonathan I'm just working this through right now <clears throat> This is Life of the Law, and our team of producers, editors, scholars, and interns are devoted to learning about the law and the world around us. And this month, we're thrilled to present our story by Shandukani Malawzi as part of our new Voices series, sponsored by The Great Courses Plus. The Great Courses Plus has made a special effort to support and recognize the work being produced by some of the best and brightest young investigative journalists at universities and colleges around the country. And they want to make it possible for our listeners to have free, unlimited access to the more than 7,000 video lectures available at the Great Courses Plus video learning service when you go to thegreatcoursesplus.com slash law. At The Great Courses Plus, you can watch lectures on government, science, and the history of law, all taught by top professors. One course I found especially relevant right now, The Surveillance State, Big Data, Freedom, and You, delves into the legal perspectives of cybersecurity and how our personal safety and freedom intersect. And now The Great Courses Plus is giving Life of the Law listeners a special chance to watch this series and hundreds of others absolutely free. With The Great Courses Plus, you can watch as many different lectures as you want, anytime, anywhere, for free, when you go to thegreatcoursesplus.com slash law. That's thegreatcoursesplus.com slash law. Now back to reporter Shando Connie story on Ramona Brandt. This is Life of the Law.